sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How are you doing, what up? Sean? I'm doing okay. I can't complain for the most part. I was supposed to work today and then had the day off, so I'm kind of yeah. chill at the moment. I know you're Mr. Sleepy Pants because you've been working night shifts. Yeah, man. Uh, I've been going to like 2.40 in the morning every night and then coming home at 3 and then trying to fall asleep immediately. But here we are. And now, <laughs> in order to make time to do the show, I'm waking up even early. Like, this is like 6 a.m. for me. I just want you to embrace this. Like, I know it's like later in the day when we're recording, but it feels like 6 a.m. And I'm doing stuff. So here's yeah, to you, audience. This is commitment at its finest. And this is me doing it. That's funny. I like it. Uh I'm more of a morning person, obviously, than you, but it's just one of those things that uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, I'm usually to... crabby, but I'm not that crabby today. Okay. Yeah, usually to get you to do like a 9 a.m. recording was like pulling teeth. But now look yeah. at you. Here you are looking jolly as ever. Yeah, I woke up early. I was like prepared. I'm like, I want to get up. I want to have like an hour before have a coffee and shit. Mm. I didn't stay up super late last night. That was the trick. Yeah. Well, it's not like I did it by choice. Eh? It's just like what's been assigned to me. I always like the line from the song by uh, John Lajoie or La- John Lajoie or something like that. Yeah, it's like John a Le- comedian. Yeah, what John Lajoie. Yeah, Je- Lajoie. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, I go to bed early at night so I could be well rested. Yeah, motherfucker, you heard what I just said. Yeah, I always yeah. like remember that gangster stupid song. That makes me laugh. everyday average normal guy. Yeah, it's definitely a clip. Speaking of John Lajoie, have you been watching uh, Laugh Out Loud Canada on Amazon Prime? Never heard of it. Okay, so what they did is they got like nine or ten, maybe eight, of the greatest comedic minds in Canada and put them in a room. And And the goal is, is for six hours straight, they got to try and make each other laugh. Okay. If you laugh, you get a yellow card, and if you get a, and if you laugh again, you get a red card, and you're out of the game. Oh, that's and this fun. is like Colin Mockery, Jean Lajoie, uh, Ka- Caroline Ray, um, like a who's who of Canadian legend, like Tom Green, um, Colin Mock. I'm not sure if I'm repeating myself right now. I'm exhausted, but it, it, the point is, is that it is it's actually really funny. Um, because huh. like they go to like such lengths to try and make each other like these are professional comedians uh, like Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall is in this like all these great Canadian legends uh Deborah Giovanni who I recognize from like much music's video on trial and uh, a few other things um so like stand up sketch comics improvise uh, Im- uh, improvisational com- comedians are all in this room trying to do like just these dumb little bits. And it's just like the things that you find so funny and you realize how quickly you would be eliminated from this game. That's funny. It's just, it's unbelievable. Like I would love to play. That'd be fun. Yeah. Like Tom Green has been doing this bit with grilled cheese sandwiches. 
Yeah. And it's just the fact that he's saying, he goes like, oh, would you like a delicious cheese sandwich? Anyone care for a delicious cheese sandwich? I think I've actually seen a clip from it now that you say that, because that that sounds familiar. Like, it's a nothing thing. And it's cracking me up. Like, I, I think I wouldn't last like eight seconds in this fucking game. I'm just honestly, like, if Tom Green were there, I'd have a hard time because that he's just one of those guys that's always made me laugh, and I he's fucking hilarious. If I was in the same room as him, I I think I'd be like ear to ear smile probably the whole fucking time. He's my fucking pick to win the whole thing because it, it, honestly, it's worth it's worth a watch. Jay Baruchel's hosting it, and like it, cool. what they do is just it's really good. It's really good comedy. A lot of the names you're saying I know and I like, so it'd be an easy watch for sure. It's fun to see comedians not just like acting or doing their roles. It's nice to see them uh, like, but, just but like some of them, out. like some of them are like really childish. Like they're just like it's just <laughs> like it's silliness at its finest. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun to see for sure. Yeah, so, I like that. Did you ever? Obviously, you don't watch Big Brother, but Tom Green was on Celebrity Big Brother one season, and it was fun to like you know see him again because it had been years now he's kind of had a resurgence in his career a little bit he's so fucking lethal like when it comes to like his comedy because yeah it seems so effortless and that guy has a direct line to my fucking funny phone like if you look at his past where he like he started as like a rapper in ottawa yeah oh far i like it so far that was yeah like he he does he has like a juno award i'm pretty sure yeah i could see that for like music and i don't know he's come a long way since hey masturbator like but like he had like like he had like a really rough year one year and his career took a dip but i don't blame him for having it like in one year he got like divorced from drew barrymore publicly a public divorce yeah and he got a testicular cancer and he had a movie that bombed all within like a short period of one another. Like, like the hits kept on going on him. And then what movie? Like, Freddie got fingered. That bombed. Yeah, I didn't really know that. I had that on VHS. That's yeah. a good fucking movie. I, I don't know why it bombed because it's fucking hilarious if you actually watch it. Yeah, even him and Road Trip. Remember him and Road Trip? Yeah, that was, was awesome. Like, he was just the fucking rat he, dangling on his yeah, tongue or the mouse. Yeah, eat, eat it. Just eat the rat. <laughs> he was just being <laughs> ridiculous. Like, to, like Tom Green is, is shows up in anything. I get a lot of happier. He even showed up in an episode of uh, Clone High to teach us all about AD, ADD and ADHD. It's hyperactive cousin. Interesting. It was, it was so funny to me. He goes, "Hi, I'm Ottawa's Tom Green. I live in Hollywood. Oh, congratulations!" <laughs> <laughs> He's the best at like nonsensical comedy, like just situational, just like doing very little is the way that I would put it. He does very little sometimes in some, some of his uh, skits and it's enough. And he overpronounced things like I just did with little twice, little, he just overplays things a little bit. Like he was the king of that and started it. Like people don't know the Tom green show. Yeah. Like the, the Tom green show, like he kind of like revolutionized internet stuff. Like, yeah. uh, just so he was he, he was a pioneer of like internet comedy and like where it is today like youtube is nothing without tom green i don't think no 
and the skits like the little clips like he's the godfather of like the tiktok now and stuff like that right like he was all about making the variety show with multiple different like stupid skits and shit like Mm. that obviously there was like others that came first too but it was just out there live is what he did you know like you ever like the bit he did the you ever watched charlie's angels like the one with drew barrymore lucy you know in like the bloopers where he's like the chad is great the chad is great and he's climbing through like a steamboat and then he like goes into the steamboat steam hole whatever that's called and then he goes the chad is stuck like it (laughs) just it got me forever like and i like periodically i'll think about it and it's just a direct line to making me laugh for me it's always like obvious like literally from freddie got figured daddy would you like some sausage mm-hmm. anytime i have a sausage or like see a sausage at the grocery it always fucking runs through my head because it's oh. it was brilliant like yeah. so much effort for payoff mm-hmm. was what tom green sometimes did yeah he was a high risk sometimes not so high reward kind of guy too but like like yeah like i think to the average person like it really depends on how you view tom green for sure it's funny, like, to me, because a lot of people that are, you know, 20, they don't know who Tom Green is. And mm-hmm. if Eminem sang about you, you're probably worth looking up. Yeah. Just listen to Hey Masturbator one time. He yeah. did the parody of the Hey Macarena and did Hey Masturbator, and it was the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, it's definitely something for folks to check out. Yeah. So, Do you want to hear What's that, sorry? No, no, go ahead, go ahead, please. I was just going to ask you if you wanted to hear a fucked up story. Oh, I, we have a podcast for a reason, Sean. Of course I want to hear exactly. a fucked up story. I just had to lead in somehow, and I was like, I'll just ask him that question. True story. This is like a true crime story that happened this past week. And so we're me and Crystal were chilling in the house, just hanging out. And I'm like, oh, let's go outside for a smoke. So we, you know, still working on that whole quitting smoking thing. Failed that time, went for a smoke go outside and we hear fucking blood curling screams some woman like screaming at the fucking top of her lungs over and over and over again this isn't the weirdest thing in my neighborhood we do hear strangers screaming from time to time violently horrifically you know that's just a normal thing we hear sometimes like birds chirping or cars driving by if there wasn't a here's a reason to come visit Edmonton, like this is it right here. Like if this is the it's funny too. Edmonton, I'm not even... We have a gigantic mall, and sometimes <laughs> you'll hear women screaming for their lives in the distance. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And it's not we're not even on the north side, is the fucked up part. Anyways, yeah. so we're like, what the fuck is happening? So we look out the like gate there's a fucking bus parked in front of our house like legit right in front of our house Mm -hmm. so what the fuck is happening so we run outside screaming and like it's bad it's like fucking horrible screams and so we get up get outside there's people like flooding off of the bus all coming into the street standing in front of our house like basically on our grass and we're like two of the ladies were standing like hey like what the fuck happened like what's going on and i guess somebody got on the back of the bus and stabbed a woman a couple times and then got off the bus and ran at the bus stop in front of our house so it was like a whole fucking ordeal the cops showed up with fucking like guns ready to go like ar-15 looking fucking guns looking for this person i don't know if they knew each other or if this was a random attack the local news didn't cover it so i don't know what the fuck happened in the end but this is a random stabbing eh? 
fucking scary and it was like horrific so the you know the police tried helping her it took a longer than you'd like for an ambulance to arrive mm-hmm. and they like had to stretcher them off and it, it was fucked up man i hate hearing shit like that you know it sucks you know you never know whether what happened the ins and outs did they know each other was this like a mm-hmm. you know i don't know any of that shit all i can say is that it sucks when that kind of thing happens and you hear, have to hear it you're like jesus christ well you know for like the longest time edmonton was the stab capital of canada yeah now it's winnipeg well done winnipeg way to get those numbers up but like here's a bad thought the first thing you said to me when it was like a random stabbing and like you don't know if there was a connection or not do you yeah. think it was just like someone that was just really proud of the fucking ranking that edmonton was number one in stabbings for like a long time <laughs> we're taking now, it back yeah just like no 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 Winnipeg, not on our fucking watch. We're just so competitive with Winnipeg over the stabbing. Thought I will start stabbing. You never know. Sure. I would hope that it would go the other direction, and people would be like, "I'm proud that we're not the stabbiest city it, in the Canada." That was my anymore. big thing. It's like, because people used to be like, "Isn't this like the stab capital anymore of Canada?" I'm like, "Not anymore, man." Winnipeg, yeah. <laughs> they really upped their game when it came to stabbing. It's horrific when you see shit like that and hear shit like that. Like our first instinct was go help, obviously, but there was people mm. already taking care of her, and you don't want to crowd someone, so we no, just no, but like, the fuck back. It's just crazy when that shit happens. No, no, it's the part of being a good person. Like clearly, someone like people were there and they called nine one one and they did the thing. Yeah. But I wonder if this person got caught because just like, what's the point? Like, I don't see the point in a random stabbing, but there are those fucking psycho people that are just like, yeah. They, like they don't even see the person they see something else right and they'll just well it's like mental illness can take over too on people and like you said they don't see like i know people who have schizophrenia i've seen them in breakdowns Mm -hmm. and they've told me afterwards that like they've looked they looked at my face and they saw the face of a demon or they see look at someone else and see you know like just you see fucked up shit or you see someone that's not there that kind of thing happens you know or it was like you know territorial things could be gang related could be could be a million different things under the sun you just hope that it's not like the random attacks are the most scary ones in ways because you know there's a lot of innocence out there there's also a lot of non-innocence out there and if someone Mm -hmm. you know knew the person at least there's a a storyline there but it's Mm -hmm. scary like the kid in the greyhound bus who got his head cut off i'm sure you're familiar with the story random shit like that the guy that did it was really like disturbed and that happened yeah. you know and you, you think they're those things and that's like scary like you could be sitting next to fucking just wrong place wrong time you know what i mean yeah exactly it's that's life sometimes but it's just unfortunate when these things happen kind of crazy yeah I'd, I'd have to agree with you that is pretty fucking nuts um so this is like a public service announcement from two sides story don't stab people this is please. true this please is true don't. preferably don't do not speaking of not stabbing people are you thinking of going to ukraine to join the fight there because they're allowing uh foreign people to come in now and fight with them no no that's for people bigger and better than me to do i i'm just this lowly little airport worker that's just trying to get this trying to turn hard-earned money into chicken nuggets you know what i mean Just trying to get by in my everyday life. <laughs> yeah, pretty want, much trying to survive. You don't want to get old Tommy Boy on the front line. Shows. 
yeah yeah i it's uh, yeah i i I don't this is one of those things like we're more of an entertainment podcast i i tend to steer away from like the political and all that stuff but it is in the news and like it's just shitty like you see what's happening to like like children and just people just living their lives because some guy like over there goes you're like you know what they used to be ours over there and i think i want it back it's like honestly it's like childhood bullying. I've seen it like all the times. Yeah. It's just like a kid has a toy and it's your toy, but he's using it right now and you weren't using it, but he's just like, hey man, that's my fucking toy. Yeah. It's yeah, annoying that it. they're. No, no, like, no but like, just... I, I know that I had zero interest in it, but I want my fucking toy back. And <laughs> now I am interested in my fucking toy. Like Ukraine has been pretty like, much essentially its own country for fucking years and now old vladdy boys all like you know what that's fucking mine over there i want it back yeah and and it's ridiculous like it's it's really it's been putting putin the rest of the world in a tough situation hold on no i'm stopping you you. really did you bring up this whole fucking tragedy thing so you can make a bad putin pun Shame on you! It just came to no, me. No, no, no! Shame on you, Sean. I, if if this wasn't of like a long episode where we had to like fill time, I would make you stand in the corner for how fucking terrible that was. It's hurtful but, that you're putting me in this situation. Oh, you're gonna just do it out. again, the exact same one. Not even, <laughs> not even a new joke. You're just gonna recycle the bad one that you just did before that didn't work. Well done. Well done. I've been known to um, from time to time. I end up. Putin, my foot in my mouth, and it just happens, you know. So you're just gonna keep on doing it, I see. All right. <laughs> no myself. Like, have a fucking name that I can't do that with. That's not my fault. He fucking has that name. He should have changed it as a you child. could make a pun with anything. <laughs> it's just choices we make in our lives. We can just ignore. Well, it. Sean here from Two Sides of the Story. It's been a great episode, everyone. I don't know if I can top that one. <laughs> Fuck, that's brutal. <clears throat> no, nah, but it's just like I don't know, man. Yeah, war sad. War sucks. It, it, Sean just, don't like is, war, but it isn't war, man. It is no. an invasion. It is bullying. It is holy fuck. It, it's it, it's like I guess there's a different perspective from I guess the Russian point of view that I'm not saying. Yeah, but it's hard to understand when and it's all political and the people that are making the decisions to do these things aren't in any threat and that sucks because they're fucking putting the lives of a lot of people in danger and it's the same thing with like all politicians when they make shitty decisions sometimes it's just it affects a lot more people and it usually doesn't really affect them and that's what's unfortunate about the situation you know yeah not nice and it's crazy like canada has a large ukrainian population like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of settlers just outside of edmonton there's the ukrainian cultural heritage society i believe Mm -hmm. it's like a small fort edmonton park of showing like how the ukrainian settlers that came here lived and a lot of ukrainians participated in the building of the railroad system out west in canada so there's like a really storied history of the ukrainian people here in alberta and Vegerville is like a big uh, Ukrainian population out there. They have the world's largest egg. And so it's it's being felt across Canada, of course. And, you know, it yeah. sucks. And even if you like look at it from like other perspectives, could you imagine if like France or England were like went to North America and went like, you know what? We want this back. Yeah. 
Like just the absurdity of just that happening. Yeah, for sure. It just makes no sense. Like we are a lot more educated now than we have been in any other time in history or uneducated, depending on how you look at it. But it's just sad to see this kind of thing unfolding in today's day and age. And it's not the first time it's happened. I've never seen peace in my lifetime. There's always been war on this no. planet. since I've been and, it, and it's this like crazy thing of like we as a world just went through a fucking crazy event as a yeah. as a planet. Like, yeah. No one was unaffected. Like maybe Tasmania went by scot free because no one goes there. But like, it's, it's essentially like the whole world suffered. Yeah. And congratulations, we're at the we're getting through this pandemic, and uh, Russia's gonna go ahead and just do this bullshit. Thanks, man. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's man. not cool. So yeah, I but I will tell you this. I I don't I don't really watch the news. I have a hard time with it. I don't like. Yeah. I live a life of like, honestly, I'm ignorant. I love ignorance bliss. Like yeah, I don't it's true. Like, like if you want to see my mood change, I'll watch the news and I'm just gonna be like, what's the, even the point in trying? Like, <laughs> like, I watch the news daily and I feel that feeling often where, I, and there's like, literally, I think it was Tuesday. Crystal grabbed her own. It was like, I can't, I can't watch the news. I just can't. It's too much bad shit. And it was yeah. like from fucking terrible to terrible to terrible. And you're just like, Oh God, like I can't do it. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, I, I feel for the people. I just, I like it. I, I just, I don't know. I don't like that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I'm not the fucking like I'm not gonna solve this. I don't know what to say about it. This is it shitty. Yeah, I'm not on I'm pro people living their lives and being and being left alone. Like this isn't right. But anyway. We, I just wish that like humans as a race um could start valuing life a little bit more and um you know just putting more um emphasis on living a good life and being happy with le- learning to live with each other you know that's all i'm mad at you now <laughs> four four times you did the exact same putin joke all right and i'm mad at you you're putting you're putting me in a bad mood <laughs> attaboy yeah you're learning <laughs> Fuck. I just get worried that you bring up these tragic events so you can just make a dumb pun. It's like the lowest form of comedy. <laughs> it's funny because I never really like intended on talking about it because, like you said, we're not a political podcast. But it's it, it's current events, and it's good to somewhat keep in touch with the world. But yeah, um, maybe we can bring some light to it. Is all. <laughs> oh yeah, Tom and Sean, two sides of the story podcast really solved the problem in Ukraine here. <laughs> you never know maybe putin will hear it and he'll laugh his fucking ass off and be like i would like to end this situation so that we can have world peace because of two sides of the story podcast oh my god if putin was our number one fan i'd lose my mind and be fucking i hope crazy. he doesn't send assassins because i made jokies um okay i'm gonna change the subject here because we're gonna get stuck here forever and i don't want to hear another putin pun I'm I'll try here. not to. No promises. Yeah. What you got? Um, I want to know. Um, since you've gotten your license, you've done drive-throughs, yes. right? Yes. Have you experienced the the ultimate fuck up? The worst thing that you can do in the drive-through lane of paying for the drive-through, whatever you got, and then driving away before receiving your goods. I have never done such a thing. No. Sean, 
I think it's a matter of time until it happens to you. This hasn't happened to me recently, but I was talking about it with somebody. But just like, have you ever made the mistake? And the worst time I ever did, uh, like 18 years old, on my way to work, fucking dead tired from because like when I was 18, I would go out drinking till like four in the morning and then like have like, of course. oh, I'll just be fine tomorrow. And I wasn't fine tomorrow, but I would just do go to work anyway because I was a fucking idiot. Um Go to go to like a Tim Hortons. Go get coffee. Ask for a coffee. So for one one coffee, and gave a twenty. Didn't receive my change back yet. Didn't receive my coffee, and drove off. Nice. I essentially paid twenty dollars. Just be like, hi, good morning, and then fuck <laughs> off. That's to, funny. Yeah, just to greet someone, a stranger. I haven't had it happen, but I have seen it happen. Like, you know, everybody leaves the drive through with orders incomplete, but I've never left a, like been in a vehicle and left a drive through when nothing was received. I can say that. Oh man. I, that was one of my biggest, like, and it was like alone. So it was like a personal shame. Like, no, you can't share the embarrassment with anyone. Me, yeah. the guy that made 20 bucks off of me. Um, That's funny. Yeah. He was probably left kind of dumbfounded too. Just like, you know, the guy didn't want his change or his coffee. He just drove off. All right, that's your money now, buddy. Congratulations. I've definitely like had it happen where I paid for shit in a store and then began to walk away, and the guy was like, "Hey, buddy, like you know, you still got shit here." Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck. Like, sorry. Oh, no, the, the forgetting that's of a bag. That's that's common hat. Like that's yeah, not even that, embarrassing. That's like you. I have no, so that's minor. Here. But yeah. actually driving through and like just driving yeah. through because it is paying a drive for through. goods and services and not receiving said goods and services after paying yeah. for it. That is like that is the ultimate shame. That's next yeah. level. Yeah. So I, was wondering, I just wanted to know, like you being a rookie driver, uh, yeah. I wanted to know if that has happened to you in the in the ether. Not or yet. Like that. I can no. say not yet. Cool. Learn, learn uh, from me. I'll try my best, but no promises because we all have those brain moments. Mm. It's fucking snowing like a bastard in Edmonton today. Yeah. And it's good. really annoying. When I finish this podcast, I plan to go shovel like six inches of snow. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Sounds Get the miserable. blood pumping. Yeah, well, recording a podcast sometimes gives me that, like, high of, like, fuck, that was fun. So I'll <laughs> take my fuck, that was fun and go shovel up some fucking snow. Yeah, man. Do you, get your, uh, do you get your, like, driveway plowed and all that fun stuff, right? Do you play for that? Say service? what? Do you, do you pay for your driveway to get no. plowed and stuff? No. no, I'm still young enough that I can do that all on my own. All right. Yeah, I like it, to be honest. It's kind of funny when I lived like in a high rise downtown for four or five years, whatever the fuck it was. I missed cutting the grass and I actually miss shoveling snow. Yeah. It's just something like you don't feel like you're participating in the weather if you're away from it. And like it's like a job that you don't look forward to doing until you don't do it at all. And then you get back to a place where you're living where you're like, I'm going to cut the grass. And it's like a, an excuse to take some time for yourself too. Mm -hmm. If you know what I mean? Like you put some tunes on go and it's like fun. The smell of fresh cut grass. Shoveling snow is the same thing. It's like you against nature in a way, you know, you got to fucking shovel your ass without breaking your back. No, I will say mowing the lawn is one of my all time favorite chores. Um, Yeah. Shoveling snow is something I can, I can do without. Live without. Yeah, yeah, it really is because, like, 
especially like if you aren't paying for people to plow your driveway and then the city comes around and then they create those gigantic snowbanks and then yeah. you're just like what the fuck are we doing here yeah it's not cool honestly like i used to do it when i was a kid and like like up until like when we moved when i was like 15 16 um those snowbanks man they're they're not especially once they go like the temperature change and it goes from like we were snowing to like we're fucking cold and this is now a solid piece of ice now go fuck yourself good luck trying it hope you bought a fucking pickaxe at it because like that's the only way that you're gonna be breaking this stuff up like for fuck's sake yeah no it's it's bad like in some of the new areas of the city like i have friends who live there and Mm -hmm. this year they've decided to like push those gigantic piles that you're talking about where everyone would usually park along the street so basically the entire neighborhood is not allowed visitors yeah it's like there's nowhere to fucking park in the entire goddamn neighborhood and you're like you can park behind the cars kind of on the sidewalk behind you know like it's mm-hmm. just bullshit i'm like yeah, fucking we so. pay so much money for taxes pay, clean the fucking snow for fuck's sakes yeah I swear here it's been like kind of snowy and i gotta tell you man like going from like i started with the comedy i'm with in vancouver i've been in aviation for oh no 2022 like eight years now seven years something like that and i fucking miss doing the big planes so it's been like snowing on and off here. Nothing like heavy or like day ruining or something like that. But I got to like, I'm working these like big 787, 777, 330 Airbus. And I'm operating the big machinery I used to do in Vancouver and, and Edmonton. And now I'm just like, ah, fuck, life is wonderful. Like, I just feel like I'm doing shit again. Like, like out of my airport, we do f- two flights a day. Yeah, that's pretty chill. Yeah. Like like more more planes are on the way like in the summer like the pandemic like kind of took a hit like and of like, course Fredericton, Fredericton isn't like the must see city like yeah like it is what it is yeah but you know here I am I'm doing like seven eight big flights or like ten smaller one like I'm busy I'm fucking stacking shit like I'm sore all over but it's from like working like actually working. It's fucking nice, man. It's been like cool to be at like a station where you can do shit again. It's yeah, I know what you mean. It feels like pampered and lazy a little bit, and it's nice to like get whipped into shape. And I've done so much OT. Like I'm on, so like I'm on a four 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 on four off. I'm on my day three of my regular shift. I did three days before that, and then like I'm probably gonna try and pick up more OT before I go to um, Nashville. What so, is your OT like? Is it 1.5, 2.0? It's day one is one a, a time and a half. Day two is double. Wow. And then that's everything sick. after that's just double. That's okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll put it all in my time bank, though. So you can fill up about 170 hours in the time bank. Yeah. And if you do that, that's kind of, you can get like three months off if you yeah. use it right. That- that's pretty sick yeah it's nice to have that option right yeah or keep going and then just fucking bank big bank so it's 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 nice man it's nice i i'm happy with what i i'm happy to be doing this like everyone at the montreal station has been super nice has been super like like grateful the fact that we came in to help and the fact that we can help like yeah we're it's just like like i have all these qualifications because i started in vancouver yeah 
if I started in Fredericton, I wouldn't have any of the qualifications. And I'll just be like, ah, <laughs> I'm used to things that are this big. You're doing yeah. things that are this big. I don't know. But like, because sense. I come from bigger station, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm helping out, like doing machinery. I'm like, I'm becoming like, I'm helpful and it's yeah. good. And people are appreciative of it. These guys have been so wonderful that, that like you're kind of happy to be there my day my last few days have been amazing and then like you go in with a good work ethic and people are just like thank you so much for helping us yeah that's nice yeah so it's good to feel useful and stuff like that too right like it's something our mind needs if i don't work like even if you take a two i take a two-week vacation it's hard near the end because like unless i'm busy or doing something but i need to do stuff you know what i mean yeah and what's cool too is like a whole bunch of other stations are send send people to help out so um my buddy tim who oh who was my lead when i was in vancouver i was a big fan of this guy and then he went to charlottetown and i tried to go to charlottetown like if i got promoted to go to charlottetown i would have lived with him and we would have been like best buds doing things but he it, it didn't work out for me so he but he's he's here helping out and i'm just like yeah and then you're That's like, cool. I meet the people from Halifax and these people from Halifax are fucking wonderful. And I'm trying to get there. So it's already creating connections with people that I may be working with one day. And then, uh, and then people are from Calgary are coming in to help out, which is, uh, we'll meet them today, I assume. Um, huh. And it's just like, I like that all these people are coming together to help out. And what's cool is that like they put me and the other person where it kind of came from Fredericton was like a person from Halifax to create like this crew. And they're like, so you guys are already friends. Like, no, we've known each other about like three hours, but we're just buddy, buddy already. Cause we are just like, Oh, you know this? I, I know this. Oh, fucking cool. So it's just been this like amazing time of just, of just. It's probably neat too, because there's a lot of like-minded people, you know, that yeah. are adventurous and taking that shift and coming to, right. Cause they have yeah. like, they love to travel. They love to go around and then like you meet certain commonalities right off the hop. Right. Well, like the one thing we all have in common, right. Is that we all work for the company and it doesn't matter what you do within the company. You probably, we all have the same ideas and like, we will like when you meet someone at work, you, you have the same probably things that you complain about at work and the same things you want to complain about, or the same things that you like about the jobs. It's like the like-minded things of just like, oh, you got this thing? I fucking do this thing. You do that? I do that. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's cool to meet these people and then to go from there. And then everyone kind of has like the same expectation of just like, as long as you do your stuff, like no one gives a shit. Like as long as long as you're not one of those persons, like I'm not doing that, then then you're good. Those are tough people to encounter. I've encountered a few of those in my lifetime. That's not my job. I'm not doing that. And you're like, motherfucker, listen up. But yeah. That's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm the guy, like my mentality since coming here is just like, whatever you guys need, like I can do this, 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 and the next thing. So you just tell me where you need me and I will say yes and I will do it. And then we'll carry on from there. Yeah, that makes sense. i'm the type of person who does the same thing i'm no better or worse than anyone else and if i get asked or told to do a job then i just do it because that's how you lead sometimes too is by having no job that's beneath you you know 
Yeah, exactly. Like you come in and you it see- sets up a culture too. When you like you yourself can set up a culture at work, and if you set that tempo with people, you know, as a coworker, as a boss, automatically people will respect you more and work with you more because they want to be part of it, part 100%. of the team, part of the success. We're the successes we have in our careers in that sense, right? Yeah, a hundred percent, man. It's um, I don't know. It's nice. I'm just. I'm happy to be doing this. Like I honestly, like I was hesitant at first, going like Montreal for a whole month of just like work, work, work. But like you know what? Like I don't know. I'm here for a while, and then I'm gonna go on vacation soon, and then I'm gonna come back, and I'm gonna go do it all over again. It's like honestly, I'm happy. Like this is like I've had nothing but good days. I might try and book myself a massage while I'm here, and then nice. Just like Tommy hasn't done that much stacking in a long time so a little bit stiff <laughs> that's but, funny but no, no. It's like one thing you just said like rings true with me too having things to look forward to makes all the work worthwhile yeah you know what i mean and like i need that too in life it's hard been a hard couple of years with covid where we don't fucking have shit to look forward to ultimately like small things yes still and we still done things but it's not the normal fucking life and now that things are getting back to normal like they've been announcing all kinds of concerts coming to edmonton and shit like that and i'm just yeah. like oh god i can't wait no exactly um and also like uh, i'm trying to get paul to come with me to nashville oh nice that'd be fun yeah, it's it's it was for one it's convenient. So like I, it's like he's in Toronto. Like it's I have to fly out of Toronto anyway. So it's just like yo man, just come with me. And then that's funny. But like so I've just been like in his ear for like the last few days. Like he's gonna listen to this on Monday, going full well. Like hey Paul, like like you're coming right? Like why well, man? We're gonna be in Nashville. We're gonna go get some barbecue. We're gonna go see live country music. We're gonna go to fucking Predators game. We're gonna fucking lean into it. It's gonna be a time. And then, like, when he's just like, uh, I don't like, he's going through some stuff right now. So he's just trying to get his life, like, his like personal life, like, kind of organized. So, like, I feel for him. Yeah. However, really want him to come with me tonight. I have no problem going and doing it by myself, but like, it just, it would be cool. Like, yeah. And like, and I also don't want you to feel shafted that if I did this with Paul, that you weren't invited. It's just, oh, no. Okay. You're a man of adventure, and I'll I'd like to go on some adventures with you, but there will be adventures that I'll just get to hear about on yeah. the podcast, and I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, don't worry, we'll have our own in the near future, Sean, and then yeah, we'll make it. I had a fun way. thought about this, like because you know how sometimes we have a hard time. Uh, sorry, I'm changing topics just ever so slightly. Yeah. Paul, you should probably go with Tom. Um, <laughs> I, you know, sometimes we have issues with scheduling our meetups and stuff like that. We're like, dude, I've got a fucking small window. We got to do it. And like, so we have some in the backlogs. Sometimes don't. Yeah. I had the thought yesterday. I was like, I think I could do an hour long solo podcast on what I've learned about Tom so far. If emergency <laughs> ever came to emergency, do you think you could do that about Sean? Like you basically get an hour without me to interrupt you to talk shit or talk good things, good, bad, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I it'd think be so. kind of fun if we did that at some point too. I'd have I'd have to have like an itinerary of things I spoke on and just be like, I've learned this, I've seen this. And like, you know what that motherfucker does sometimes that bothers me? Like just like an episode where we both not like shit on each other, but a it's little like bit. A festivus, the festivus yeah. for the rest of us. He's like, I had a lot of grievances with you people. <laughs> 
No, the good news, I don't have many grievances, but it would just be fun. I thought about that, like if worst ever came to worse, because yeah. then we could do two two episodes. Yeah. I do one, you do one. If ever we had to come to that, but see, but what I do like a uh, solo fine, but like what I really like is that the dynamic of like of how course, yeah, it. but it's that just like that back and forth, like those little jabs that we can get each other. Like, yeah, I could probably do like twenty five minutes alone about how garbage your fucking puns are. However, <laughs> it does add like add some joy to the podcast. There's like someone that's gonna listen to this, probably Karen, that's gonna go, ah, Putin. <laughs> but like I don't mean to always be putting you in these situations, but God damn it. It just happens sometimes. Yep. I walked right into that one. <laughs> that's five. That that one's on me. But yeah. um, you brought it up again. I couldn't yeah. turn it but down. With, like the like I think I could do it. I I know I can I know I can monologue for like an hour. Yeah, I'm probably monologue for two, to be honest, if I'm being honest, but um, <laughs> not not like ranting, just like just no nonstop talking, talking on points. Um, but yeah, I do. I do like the idea of just like having someone there. I personally, I would have rather have just brought someone on to just bullshit with. Yeah, that's fair. Mo- mostly because I need to rein it in sometimes and I need someone there to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uncontrollable i had that thought it was funny a fun thought but no it's fun the dynamic that we do have and like you know it's funny when you think about it how many episodes we are in this is will be 48 dropping mm-hmm. um we fucking have a lot of hours of content now you know what i yeah. mean yeah and that's exactly. not just like it's not just content on the, in the podcast sense it's content in our lives of knowing each other you know no exactly it's wonderful and like the podcast is growing i mean every week we're getting new followers on instagram and hopefully we're yeah. getting more followers on uh apple Podcasts and spotify or wherever you listen to it and when you do listen to it please give us five stars on both of those platforms because it really helps us get spread the word that is the two sides of the story gospel um Very so, yeah true. all that to say paul you should really come with me to nashville um that's what I think we're trying to get at. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Uh, like he's a man with kids. Yes. A man with child. And that can be tricky to just be like, okay, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. No, no. It's a hundred percent. Like I'm super chill, whether he can make it or not. And if he can make it work, that's fucking awesome. We'll have a great time. But also like, if he can't, I'm going to have a great time. Like it's, of course it's good to put the enthusiasm level out there so he knows like if you come with me we're gonna have a bomb ass fucking cousin yeah. trip that you're never gonna forget your whole yeah. fucking life and it's gonna be like the and first you know time like like dude like this is like like i've hung out with paul a few times where like i've come to barry and all that stuff but like this is like a cousin adventure like the first of i think oh, yeah. in our family where two cousins got together and just gallivanted i don't know if that's happened in the size family tree it depends on what you like define as gallivant, because I feel like we gallivanted a little bit when we went to Calgary to see Kevin Smith and that's true. Allison that's very true. I forgot I feel about like that. There's a, been a cousin gallivant. It wasn't overnight or anything. This would be no, the first no. overnight gallivant. No, 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 no. That was a pretty good gallivant. I'm not gonna lie. It was a fucking awesome, legendary gallivant. Yeah, but and then yeah, so like, but here we are, like mixing it up, creating new things. I apologize for not mentioning that before. You were absolutely right. That was probably the first besides cousin gallivant in some time 
Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if there was like in the 1800s or something, two sides cousins who gallivanted somewhere yeah. together. That we well, even now, about. like like Paul and I have talked about coming to like meet you in like Calgary for the Stampede yeah. one year. Like that would be a time. I like that would be like you, you, when you had this like superpower. I'm sorry about the dogs, by the way. They're going insane, and I can't. I really had that anything. a few minutes ago. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Just give me one second. Hello. Hey man, sorry about that. I tried to calm down the dogs and there's stuff going on downstairs that are getting them all fucking rumbunctious. Sorry about that. Hey, don't be sorry. It's fine. Uh, where were we? Um, I don't know exactly. We were just talking shit about right. Paul. Cousin yeah. trips. Oh yeah, cousin trips. Jazz. Yeah. So I was saying before, yeah. Calgary want to do, but there's going to be like more stuff to come. Like just catching hockey games or something in the future would be dope. Dude, just sitting on a couch and fucking having a moment, going for lunch, going for a beer, any of that shit is fucking dope. It's cool. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, no matter what, it'll be a great time. So we'll figure it out for sure. Indeed. Yeah. So, like, Paul, Nashville's going to be lit. You already have cowboy boots. <laughs> Ram. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <clears throat> What else are you doing in Montreal? You've been there now, like solid week, just working your face off. Honestly, obviously, it's just been but... working my face off. Um, yeah. Marty's birthday's on the ninth, so I've been trying nice. to like figure out what he's doing for his birthday. But getting information out of him, like he's the ultimate spy. Like I don't think you can get any information out of him aside from I'm working. <laughs> or i'm busy like trying to even get him to lock down on this podcast has been the ultimate difficulty fucking thing of this show uh since it's uh in, in uh, insurrection so uh I'm, I'm just worried it's a beautiful mind situation where he's not real i have photo yeah. evidence i've seen photos of a guy but like <laughs> you know uh yeah so i don't know man like i text him like i made sure i have the ninth off i'm here all day i'm trying to be like hey man fucking here so like i texted like christy going like hey i'm like just tell me what you guys are doing and i will be present just yeah tell me what it is and if it's, <laughs> and, but like yeah so these, like, I, like I also like I come from a place of understanding like, well, we were just talking about with Paul like Marty's a man with child he has his own business he has another child on the way he has a wife and other responsibilities I understand all of that but like you know I'm here let me celebrate <laughs> your birthday with you I still love you and miss you too <laughs> so yeah, that's just life sometimes. It's yeah. hard. I get it. Yeah, no, but that's the thing, right? I'm sure like Kieran has his other obligations. Oh, yeah, man with kid, man with like business. We we're lucky we live in the same city, so we make the time. You know what I mean? But it's hard yeah. when you don't live in the same city and life goes on and continues with what is happening in your current events. And it's hard to connect sometimes and like to be as present, right? Yeah. So it's just the, it's just figuring out the logistics at this time and hopefully I'll hear soon and then away we go. So I just said, if it's dinner, I'll come to dinner. If you guys are just chilling at the house, I'll come to the house. If you guys are going for like happy hour or something, I'll come to that. Just let me know what it is and I will be there. Nice. 
Does he listen to the podcast? Has he ever told you? Uh, I know he's listened to a bunch of episodes, but then he goes, but like, I don't know. He gets so busy. will he hear this plea is my question, I guess. It's, it's a toss up. I know, I know Addison will hear it. And then if Addison is any indication, he'll probably just shoot him a text and then not get a response from Marty. Cause that's been like our fucking big joke for nice. the last little while. So me and Morgan we should, like, about it all the time. We try to invite Marty out and like, hey man, you want to come join us? And then we just don't hear from him until like two days after the event, going, Oh, hey man, sorry. And it's like, for fuck's sake, can you just since you're in Montreal and sometimes you, you know, after work you have a bit of time and it's late at night, I suggest that you print up 1000 posters with a picture of his face that say missing please call tom if you see him and fucking post them around his entire neighborhood late at night like a thousand of them 1000 signs that say if you've seen this man please tell marty to call tom just it would be the greatest fucking gag of all time oh fuck i honestly i've debated doing that um it'd be amazing yeah uh know what fun thing uh so when, when marty used to come back and forth one year when i picked him up uh at the airport i made a sign for him that said uh marty lee black by popular demand nice it said back by popular demand i thought it was really funny one of my favorite things like uh, when we then we got a picture of him holding up the sign he's like all proud of it i don't know we like it was like things like in the past, like you get to this point where you get older, right? Where everyone has responded. Like I say no to a bunch of shit nowadays. Yeah, it's hard. You have it, to. You have to like fucking you, you. So like I get it, but also I respond. Martin, I respond. <laughs> I think so. uh, we just figured out the title of this episode and I think it's perfect. Marty, <laughs> are you out there? That'll be the uh, the topic for this one. I'm going to switch gears again, though. Did you watch the new Mortal Kombat movie? Oh, yes, I did. Not bad. I watched it last night. Yeah, it was not bad. Um, I love this podcast in the sense that we are so not up to date on pop culture. Like, I am. But you're going to come to this. You're like the Internet Explorer of podcast hosts. (laughs) Like, I'm relevant sometimes, but you know what? I like, <laughs> I like vintage things too. Yeah, but yeah. back to that whole life and responsibilities and fucking yeah, hard <laughs> to stay up on all of it. But I do get there. I always get yeah. there, Thomas. Yeah. Mortal Kombat movie, not bad. It was some good fight scenes, some interesting little tidbits. I didn't care for like some of it. It was a little boring. Like the in between fight scenes, I was like, yeah, okay. The guy was like, I can't find my special power. And then he finds a special power. It was kind of fun. It was a good way of like getting to experience all the characters that they gave us. Yeah. I mean, honestly, as far as Mortal Kombat movies are concerned, like I think that this was, was way better than the one from the 90s. I Definitely. thought it was a much better structured story. Yeah. Um, visually, really fucking liked it like yeah some pretty putting cool in all these characters and all that like and making it work and they look fucking awesome yeah um not bad there's gonna i think that this is gonna be a trilogy because i think there's gonna be a build-up to the mortal Kombat tournament right yeah they're setting it all up for sure so i'm excited to see where this goes and Indeed. i'm excited that we're gonna see wasn't it luke cage no uh johnny johnny cage yeah johnny cage i think yeah. yeah, so I'm excited to see who's going to play Johnny Cage and all that stuff. Like, He's the it, ultimate it, celebrity. Yeah, I, I just, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have Mortal Kombat growing up. Okay. 
the video game yeah like i never played it or and I, like i played like later renditions but then you got to like too complicated where you have to like memorize all these like codes, codes. in order to like do well at it and i was just like i know what that is that's too much for me yeah i agree but honestly like those fighting games like they were dope they were like there's a reason why they're so beloved right for sure i remember the first time i ever saw mortal kombat being played i was at like in Leduc, and there's like a boys and girls club where you could go hang out as a kid or teenager or whatever and we went there and they had it on the screen but they had like fatalities turned off because you could do that but because there was kids there i'm like you're still letting us play this fighting game just let us have the fatalities yeah it was kind We're of not gonna start ripping heads off out of nowhere now yeah and then you like don't know the full potential of the game but yeah yeah now it's fun all vintage video games are interesting street fighter was always the one that i was around mm-hmm. so mortal kombat was like a little bit darker i guess i love the marvel versus capcom back in the day yeah, that was fun like you can get at the arcade with like... yeah that was sick yeah I want like a stand up machine someday, but it just takes up so much space. And are you really going to play it enough to make oh, it worth I can indulge on in this conversation. What stand up game do you really want? Well, there's like a really cool, this is not like the exact same thing, but there's a really cool stand up vintage Star Trek pinball machine. That would be fucking cool to have and like on display. And when it's lit up, it looks fucking brilliant, right? And then uh, I don't know, there were some really good ones as a kid, like Ninja Turtles, I think would be the number one for me. The classic Ninja Turtles game. I think that if I could have any game system standing up system, I'd probably go back to that one because I played it as a kid quite a bit off and on. Me, I really want a Buck Hunter. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Like, I'm not sure if you ever went to it when it was open, but I used to go to the Atlantic Trap and Go a lot in Edmonton. My favorite bar when I was there. And um, they had a Buck Hunter. And it was just like me and my friends pumping in quarters after quarters of just drinking beer, hunting deer, and just having a time. Buck Hunter is like the ultimate, like, just like chilling, having a good time, drinking beers. Like, like it's so straightforward that anyone can do it. And it's a then, great barroom one for sure. Yeah. So, like, if I ever, ever, like, like, there's like a, like a cheaper version of it where it's like the box instead, like there's the old school one that you can get. Yeah. 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 Like one day I hope to trip and fall and become Oprah rich and buy me like a $5,000 one of those. That'd be sweet. Like with the big screen and the fucking all out, um, yeah. That would be in a, in a, like a fantasy land. I get one of those. Yeah, in a games like bar room, it would be sweet to have. We yeah. have a pool table, so it commits a lot of our real estate to that mm-hmm. when it comes to gaming, which is fair. Like I can't, we don't have the room to bring in a big machine because I've seen a few for sale, and I've been like, oh, like that's that's how I found the Star Trek one. It was for sale in Edmonton. Someone was asking a thousand bucks for it, and I was like. I want it so bad, but then I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do with it? How many times are you going to play it? Are you going to, it'd be great at parties. And then the rest of the year you have it sitting in your corner. That's why I didn't go with it. Yeah. So I think, I think that'd be, yeah, the ultimate thing Uh, you need, like, I would like to have like a sports and game room kind of thing one day, but that's, that's a, that's a ways down the road. I still pull out the old uh, Super Nintendo sometimes to play Burial Kart, which is pretty fun. Yeah. For me, it was yeah. always N64. The N64 version is the Have one I like. Have you ever played Burial Kart? Yeah, you got to drink a whole, chug a whole beer before you do the... Before you finish the race. Before you finish the lap, no? Uh, it can it's be the lap, the race. 
Yeah, so I do the lap version. So you have to chug three. Or you have to finish three. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so I can do. I can. I chug the first one, and then I do half of a second one, and then I. And then I. That's my strategy. Nice. Uh, I'll usually. It doesn't really matter to me if I hit it at the beginning or kind of wait till the end, but it's yeah. uh, always successful. I'm a Mac Mario Kart master when it comes to Super Nintendo. So okay. I could no. enter a tournament in Japan and win. That's a fucking bold statement. I think you. I think. Yeah, you gotta, I think. I think you got to be careful. It's probably a lie. I would need yeah. to train again because it's been a few years. Yeah. But I'm I'm pretty good at that game. I know all the angles, all the turns. Although, um, if you have a driver's license and you you should try and make your driver's license international. That'd be I know, fun. Um, because if you go to Japan, you can do the Mario real life Mario Kart. That's sweet. That'd you be fun. Need an, you need an international license to do it. So that's fucking ridiculous. Because you can you imagine just you and a bunch of buddies just going around a fucking city block, just like throwing shells at each other? I can't see how it would play out in my head. Yeah. And dressing the part. Who is your character in Mario Kart? Um, I would usually go with Koopa. Really? Koopa or Toad. Um, so like I'm more familiar with the N64 and then later ones. So I was always a Waluigi, uh, sorry, a Wario guy. Okay, fair. Enough. I just liked Wario. I thought like because if he made contact with you, he fucking got you. Especially like I yeah. always like the battle games. Those I always thought were fun. Those like, are fun battle mode. Yeah. Yeah. So Wario. Uh, I played the '64 version a couple times, but I wasn't that rich as a kid, so we didn't get fancy video games. We got no. Nor did I. I had to go to someone's house to go to play these games. Yeah, you're older than, or you're younger than me too. So the system would have been older by the time you got to it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember the first time someone told me they were getting a PlayStation. Yeah. And I was like, aren't you a little fucking old to get a play? Thinking it was a jungle gym. Someone got my dad a PlayStation for his like 40th birthday. And huh. it was essentially just a gift for me because nice. he never once played it. <laughs> And it was just like, yep, cool. I and then I got all the games that I, you know, I could for that, like Crash Bandicoot yeah. and all that, and like, and, and it was fun. Like I, I've been a PlayStation guy ever since. I've had all of them up until five. I haven't got like, but one day I will get the fifth PlayStation and nice. I will play all the Spider-Man games and have a fucking time. I went from P. I was like PS One, PS Two, and then straight to Xbox One. Uh, no Xbox. I'm versatile. I'm versatile. I can do it all. I don't like their controllers. Like once you get used to the PlayStation controllers, it was hard. Thing I love about PlayStation, they kept they didn't they didn't fucking no. they kept it the same. Yeah, it was hard to get it up used with a little it. new gadgets and whatever and all that. Like or does add, but at its core, it is the exact same controller. Hundred percent. Thank you, Sony, for all that. Yeah, that was a good move on their part for sure. Definitely a boss move. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think that about does it for this week. What do you say? I'd say so, sir. All right. Uh, keep in mind that you can always email us at uh, two sides of story pod at gmail.com. That's the number two sides of story pod at gmail.com. Bring on your queries, your questions, your general comments, uh, anything, anything we'll you'd like anything. us to debate about. Um, just literally anything. Uh, Martin, if you're listening, uh, text me back. Um, Paul, if you're listening, go to Nashville. Morgan, <laughs> if you're listening. You're just really tall, and it's, I just want you to know that I appreciate you. That was some nice shout-outs. 
Yeah. Oh, Addy, you're always a great listener. You and Addy, not forgotten. one of our biggest fans. You want to reach out to Marty for Tom? Like, tell, <laughs> tell him to fucking contact Tom, Addy, please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. So, anyone you want to shout out real quick? Uh, I'll always shout out Kieran. What's up, Dwayne? Dwayne just got, he's been 3D printing all kinds of crazy shit, including a slingshot that he's been showing me. Cool fucking stuff. We're going to go slingshotting pretty soon here when nice. the weather warms up. Look forward to that. You know, dad, what's up? He came for the hockey game last night. No, oh, nice. How's yeah, he doing? Fun. How's he doing? He's, he's doing these big changes, obviously, in his life. So he, he's coping. Good. I'm happy. But, yeah. No, it was good. It was nice having him out for the night. So good. That's it. Um, I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. I'm Tom Sides, and this is another side of the story. Well done, Sean. You nailed the ending. Thank Last you. week was a fucking train wreck. And here you are <laughs> starting a new streak. I'm happy about That's it. Funny. Live long right. and prosper, everybody. Have a week. Two sides of the story. Sides of the story with Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.